Yo, you back in the house for another edition of F Your Mother. I told you I was going to do another episode on gentrification and the impact of uh, minimum wage going to $15 an hour. I'm going to try to stay on course, unpack this shit, um, and explain why minimum wage should go up to $15 an hour because of gentrification, right? Um, so, where the fuck do I begin? Okay. So last episode, I was being cynical, as I always do, talking about gentrification going up, uh, causing the uh, housing market, cost of living, cost of rent, all that shit to skyrocket, right? It's a bunch of yuppie motherfuckers, namely from up north, right? They can't uh, take the heat up there, right? The cost of living, you got to have uh, a minimum of ninety to $100,000 to live in the city of Manhattan, uh, parts of New Jersey, you got to make $120,000 a year. California, San Francisco, all that fly shit. It's nothing different. So, where are they migrating to? Well, all these motherfuckers is migrating to the south. Namely, Atlanta. Because it's popping. It's popular. Right? Nobody going to fucking relocate to Mississippi. Selma and shit like that. Um, Montgomery. Shit just sound like some slave shit. Right? So, nobody want to go there. Plus, they don't have a fucking uh, national baseball or football or basketball team, right? That's usually what generates revenue in any major city, right? Ticket sales, right? Popularity of ticket sales, a place where they can host the Super Bowl, the championships, um, or even All-Star Weekend, right? So Atlanta's got that kind of cover. There are other cities like South Carolina, uh, Miami, Florida, and uh, several other down south states. But for the most part, and nobody really is migrating to fucking Arkansas, uh, maybe Memphis, Tennessee and Nashville, Tennessee, right? Justification, the popularity of, uh, you know what I'm saying, Nashville, their big music scene, their rising uh, hip-hop stars, right? Young Dolph. But, um, yeah, for the most part, it's only like a select few South, city, south states that people want to migrate from the north to, right? Um, and then nobody wants to move to the fucking Midwest, right? While Detroit is... Um, been excavating its city skyline and shit like that within the last eight years they still have an overwhelming unemployment rate right so businesses is it's advantageous for people to move businesses there however not so much for the job market detroit does have a national basketball team uh and a football team but they also have high crime, right? And I don't think they really got too many hip-hop stars, right, that make the city pop. Now, they do have Eminem, right? He's a, a Hallmark staple, right, D12. And a rising young hip-hop star, T Grizzly, right? But for the most part, people move into the South. Because the South notoriously has cheap-ass rent, right? Even with the gentrification happening down here, the rent is still relatively cheap, right? You can find your one-bedroom apartment for like 1100 if you get an apartment in New York, I heard, for 1100 you're usually going to have a fucking closet, right? You're going to be shitting when you sleep. Uh, nobody wants that shit. And on top of all that, they got that punk-ass stopping frisk. So you don't want to get your ball searched at 1030 at night while you try to get to the crib. So everybody's moving down to the south. Because like I said, the rent is advantageous. However, gentrification is causing 
uh, a lot of shit to skyrocket down here, namely the rent, right? Uh, even the t uh, state taxes down here, it's gone from 7%. I remember vividly when uh, state taxes was 7%, right? Then they went up to 8%. I think state taxes right now, right, are up to 9.6%. That's the same amount that uh, state tax is in Seattle, right? Um, so that means if you buy something for $100, you're paying another $10. If you buy something for a G, you're paying an extra $100. Now, while that doesn't seem like a lot, considering if you buy something for $1,000 when state taxes were 7%, you'd only pay like 70 bucks, right? So it's only $30 more. The average person would say, well, that's not that much. But this is the South, so that's plenty fucking a lot, right? And a one-bedroom apartment down here, like I said, you can get for like 1100 But you're still living around fucking crackheads, right? At least in New York, you go places like Harlem, you ain't seeing that shit. If you're paying $3,000 a month in rent, they got Harlem has relatively low crime than it used to 20 years ago, right? So, anyways, though, people always bitch about the cost of living, namely yuppies and shit. And they bitch about their taxes being appropriated to the federal minimum wage going up to 15 right talking about if people make 15 dollars an hour then the cost of the goods that they get namely when they go out they take their punk ass to a restaurant right especially high-end restaurant i used to be a line cook motherfuckers bitch they want to talk about well i don't think people should get paid you know 15 dollars an hour to cook my steak it's like yo who the fuck you think is cooking a steak if you make 90 grand a year right the people forget that shit. Then they always look to fast food, right? I don't think fast food workers should be making $15 an hour is what most people say. Let me explain something to you. If you are moving into a city that's gentrified, right, and you can afford the rent, that's usually because you, you actually make an above average salary. And we're going to start at a, a generous number, right? $67,000 a year. Right, sixty-seven thousand dollars a year. That's roughly about sixty-seven hundred dollars a month minus taxes. You're pulling forty-three hundred. You can afford eleven hundred dollar apartment if you're a single person with no child, right? So if you go to a McDonald's around the corner from the neighborhood that's been gentrified, right? You should have to pay twelve dollars for a fucking Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit kills me. People that move into areas that cause gentrification, they always bitch about the fucking, you know, saying uh, blue collar intensive labor worker making fifteen dollars an hour. But it's like, yo, come the fuck on, right? If you make sixty-seven thousand dollars a year, seventy-eight thousand dollars, or even ninety-eight thousand dollars a year, who the fuck are you to expect that you could pay low-cost rent, make all all this money, right, and not be not have to be charged an exorbitant amount for a fucking Big Mac or a Whopper, right? You should be charged an exorbitant amount for a Whopper or a Big Mac. I'm sorry, right? I think a Whopper should cost, right? I think the workers should get paid fifteen dollars an hour because I don't see nobody in fucking corporate america from burger king coming down there flipping that bitch so until they do you got to pay what you owe right plus on top of all that you got to pay your workers like you need them right if the cost of living is going up and you got all these motherfuckers that's making above average salaries right then they can afford the goods even if the price does go up right because in every neighborhood that's gentrified right they got a fucking whole foods you try spending 150 dollars in whole foods right that's just like trigonometry while you could go to Kroger's and get a head of lettuce for like a dollar ninety nine, 
you go to Whole Foods, your ass gonna pay four dollars for that shit, right? And you should, right? Because it's, it's it's organic, right? It ain't got no fucking probiotics, no uh, antibiotics. It ain't got no preservatives and all that bullshit that's gonna give you cancer at sixty-one, right? So, yeah, they should be able to pay an exorbitant amount for the goods and services that surround the area that's being gentrified, right? But the argument ain't necessarily from the people that's single that make above average salaries. Usually the argument comes from middle class, right? But you gotta think about that shit too. Like if you middle class, typically you got one or two children, right? And ain't nobody moving into the metropolitan area of any city with children, right? That's just a notorious fact. Most people that live in the metropolitan area, the urban community, are people without children, right? Working professionals. But here and there, you do have pockets of residential areas within the metropolitan where people do have children, right? But you take that shit in consideration. Most people that's married make a combined average income of at least $75,000 a year. At least you should, right? Like if you married and you got children and you ain't pulling in at least 80 grand, right? 40, 40 grand, you know what I'm saying? Each person. You're doing something fucked up And you probably should move to the suburbs Or to a rural area, right? Like if you married And you and your wife combined make $35,000 You need to be putting her on the whole stroll I'm sorry That's just facts Anyways, I gotta take a quick break I am working Y'all stick around We gonna finish this shit Yo, so if you haven't heard, I'm also an author, not just a podcaster. Go check out that new book that I just published called Black Devil Blue Eyes. It's a love story that ends in tragedy wrapped in a crime novel. So if you want to get entertained, you ain't doing shit. You're sitting around the house, around the fireplace, in the bed. It's late night. You ain't going out and turning up. Go check that out. Once again, the title is Black Devil Blue Eyes, available on Amazon. And I think it's only $9.99. So if you smoke, don't get that dime bag. Go get that book. Put some knowledge on your brain. Be entertained. Um, and tell your friends. Yeah, so I'm back. Um, had to take a quick break. Get something to eat. So yeah, like I was saying. Most people. That's middle class. They're not really moving to right the metropolitan urban area right for all the people that don't know what the fuck that is um that's the metropolis of any city right like atlanta right the heart of atlanta downtown and surrounding atlanta right while there are like i said while there are families that do live within the city perimeters right of the metropolitan it's usually going towards you know saying the suburbs right um nobody would have family of four is moving downtown because downtown of any city doesn't really support a family of four right they usually have a whole bunch of condominium sky rise high towers um buildings uh condos um a bunch of skyscrapers no front yards like kids they need front yards and shit so they can play even though most fucking kids don't play right they they usually on a tablet or the cell phone or video game right but there's still some kids out there that's not fat and stupid or just fucking uh tech geeks right they still got kids that ride they bike don't get it fucked up i almost hit one today 
but typically middle classes you know they they live in pockets of you know what i'm saying an urban environment but mostly they live in the suburbs right or going towards the suburbs the further you go away from you know what i'm saying the heart of the city you start seeing more families of threes, fours, fives, hell, even six. I'm in Atlanta. You, you could be any at any given time. You could see a family of seven, right? That's the mom, the dad, and like five fucking kids. Um, but anyways, back to the working professionals, right? That are actually causing gentrification, right? There's like three factors of people, right? Three sectors of people that's causing gentrification. The first is the working professional, you know what I'm saying, probably just fresh out of college right undergrad school they you know what i'm saying they're starting off with a base average salary of forty two thousand dollars that's enough to afford you know what i'm saying an apartment that costs eleven hundred dollars within the city um then you have graduates right uh people that went to graduate school like lawyers uh doctors shit like that um that make anywhere between seventy five thousand and one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year um, and then you have your miscellaneous uh, sector of people, right? People that are entertainers or um, bestseller art, uh, authors, you know what I'm saying? Um, actors in Atlanta, you can have actors, movie producers, uh, musicians of all type of genres, right? Uh, and not the starving musician, not the starving rapper, right? Uh, the rappers that's actually uh, worth some notoriety, I think... Um, for a long time, Ludacris used to have a spot in Atlanta. Lil Wayne has a little place over there by uh, Atlantic Station uh, in Atlanta. Uh, two chains. The list is staggering. I think even T.I. might have had a, uh, a spot somewhere within Atlanta, right? So these are people with money, uh, not average people, not average workers, um, not salary employees, right? They consist of people that are hiking up the uh, housing market, right? And then you have people from out-of-towners right the honorable mentions honorary sector right people that are uh transients or transplants from other cities like namely up north right new jersey philadelphia new york uh shit like that you know they make a a higher salary in those places typically if they get transferred they're making either the same or a little bit more right even if they make less it's still more than you know i'm saying the average person or even the person that makes an above average salary, right? The uh, college graduate. Um, a guy that's a fucking executive of a Fortune 500 company like General Electric gets a transfer down here. He might make more than the average um, college graduate, right? That makes an above average salary of 68000 He may make one hundred and ten dollars or $97,000. Now, while I'm just throwing numbers and shit out there, I've met these people. So... Those are the people, those three three sectors of people, plus the honorable mention. Those are the people that are actually contributing to um, the high cost of living, right? Uh, gentrification. Uh, effectively, when they move here, right, that's new money moving here, right? If they graduate and get an above average salary and they get them a one-bedroom apartment within the city, that's more money being pumped into the city, right? Because of housing. Somebody's providing it, uh, they're buying it or they're renting it right um and and people aren't stupid that own these properties right they know what they're doing right like if they got a bunch of an influx of people moving from out of state that make a uh, pretty penny or they got college students that are graduating getting jobs and wanting to move into a place they see the money right so what they do 
they hike up the uh the rent now the people that's already been here um that work in labor intensive jobs that have been working there 10 20 even sometimes 30 years right that um that influx in rent or uh the cost of living they feel that shit right unfortunately most of the people that get affected by other people that either weren't smart enough to actually get them a degree and I ain't gonna necessarily say smart enough but they weren't fortunate enough right like they didn't have the cost of tuition right they were already working a fucking laborer's job they probably was paying them like ten dollars an hour right college dropouts high school dropouts um hell even people that shit fucking high school graduates college graduates right you have your sector of college graduates they got a degree but they haven't gotten that job right and shit takes time, right? Especially when you got other people competing in the job market for the same job that you're trying to get. Shit is fierce, right? So, but you still need a place to live, right? And that that uh, uh, cost of living going up and the spike in rent, right? They feel that shit. Whether they're getting it together or not, you feel the effects of that, right? And that is what gentrification is. So if these people that are trying to actually compete with the college graduates or the transplants that's moving from other states, right, they need minimum wage to actually kind of rival, you know, the cost of living. And and let's be real here. Anybody that talks about minimum wage uh, is fine. Right. Or you shouldn't be uh, uh, complacent with minimum wage. Let me explain something for all the dummies out there. Right. Most people aren't content with minimum wage, right? But they're working from a disadvantage. So they take what they're offered. Sometimes, most times, employers are giving them, you know what I'm saying, the short end of the stick because it's more advantageous business-wise, right? They can actually pay them shit uh, wages and they can pocket most of the money, right? To get that new car, that extra house, uh, more money in the bank, or even a fucking yacht. Let's not get it fucked up, right? All these fucking companies is putting fucking uh, profit before people. So that's basically what it's about. Now, the person that's making that above average salary that likes to go to the Roof Chris Steakhouse or Papa Do's or some shit like that. They forget the people that's cooking their food. Right. And the fifteen dollars minimum wage isn't just delegated to people that work at Wendy's, Walmart, McDonald's, stupid shit like that. Or even Costco's. Right. Minimum wage is, is actually should be delegated to people that work in food service industry period right i don't it don't matter if it's ruby tuesdays chilies applebee's or marlo's tavern right just to name a few right these places uh while they don't have uh expensive food to the degree of roof chris right you'll never get a fucking steak that costs you 30 dollars, right but you might get a steak that costs you 18 so the people that actually cook it right like I said, into the company CEOs and shit come down there and, and, and cook a steak or flip a burger or any dumb shit like that. They got to pay people like they need them because they do. Right. Um, and anybody saying that, uh, well, if people make $15 an hour, the cost of the food that the companies usually get are going to it's going to rise. Right. Because people have to manufacture the food that's actually shipped to the restaurants. Right. Um, and people got to drive the shit right and transport it to the restaurants right the problem with this argument that a lot of people don't fucking um take in consideration like i've worked for a lot of restaurants right and namely most of these places use uh companies like cisco which is actually like a food depot place right they get food from other uh from a multitude of manufacturers that you know what i'm saying 
package the food uh, and send the drivers out to bring it to you. The problem with this shit is most of these companies, they actually pay about $14, $15 an hour. I know this also because I've worked in uh, fucking manufacturing plants. I've worked in companies that actually manufacture your food, right? Your beef patties, your steaks, your shrimps, whatever the fuck your restaurant gets, right? Yeah, if you work at a uh, pizzeria, right? You own a pizzeria. I've I've worked at manufacturing plants that actually like package your fucking mozzarella cheese, your breadsticks, your dough, your sauce, like all this wild shit, right? They typically pay people to package the shit um, for transport. They usually pay them like 13, between 13 and 17 dollars an hour, even in the South. Right. Um, So that's stupid in itself. Right. The cost of the food, like it wouldn't go up because these people make more than 15 dollars between 13 and 15, uh, 17 dollars. Like I said. Right. They make that much. So they don't need an increase in uh, in pay. Right. Now, let's take a consideration. The food has to be transported. Right. They got to pay truck drivers. Most truck drivers make. Um, if it's in-house, like Cisco has their own drivers, right? They typically pay their own drivers. Be somewhere in the ballpark between thirty and forty-five thousand dollars a year. That's a fact. So they would need a pay increase because they're already getting paid above fifteen dollars an hour to drive the shit to the restaurant to give it to your dumbass, right? Or if you are a company that actually uh, hires subcontractors, uh, you know, people that actually own, own the trucks and send the drivers to actually pick up the food and deliver it to your restaurant. They typically pay them people by the mileage, which is somewhere in the ballpark of uh, two to three dollars a mile um, and a base pay of between 14 and 16 dollars an hour. So once again, they're making more than 15 dollars an hour. Um so they wouldn't need a pay increase, right? So this doesn't actually affect the food cost being manufactured and or transported, right? The only people that are getting the increase are the people that actually got to cook the shit, right? Once it already gets to you, and like I said, the people that actually package it and ship it to you, they get paid well over $15 an hour, right? So that doesn't have any bearing effect. Maybe somebody out there listening to this, if you know the ins and outs, uh, maybe I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. Right. Because I've talked to a lot of people uh, working in restaurants that actually bring the food to the restaurant. Right. Like the truck drivers. And, you know, I've chopped game up with them. I know what they make. Um, I've worked in manufacturing companies that actually package the shit uh, and get it ready to put on a truck, uh, get it uh, ready. And they put it on a truck so they can get to you. Right. I know what the fuck I was making. Right. I worked in a fucking place that um package frozen foods like frozen meats and me and my cousin got paid well over 13 dollars an hour so you know what i'm saying that's bullshit and most of these places that actually manufacture your your food right in these factories typically they are um, they're out in the suburbs or even in rural areas right they don't typically have a lot of those within the metropolitan urban areas right you'll never see too many fucking factories right within the city limits right that's a fact so, I mean, their whole argument as to why people shouldn't make $15 an hour, they could suck a dick or die trying, right? Um, they just don't want to pay people. They want to side with the fucking company, right, that they're getting a steak from, right? Like riding dick. They're riding the company's dick that they're eating at, right? Uh, and they don't even know the, the, you know what I'm saying, the inner mechanics of the shit. They just say shit to come to their brain because it sounds sweet. Uh, politicians don't want to 
uh, co-signed $15 an hour minimum wage increase um, because that would actually allot taxes to actually be distributed, right? Uh, um, and redirected in other areas, right? Um, sort of like companies that actually, and even restaurants that actually hire, uh, what they call it, um, work to uh, training to work uh, type programs, right? They use federal uh, um, subsidy grants and shit and federal money to actually, you know what I'm saying, train people to actually work in fucking uh, food service, right? Um, and staffing agencies, like staffing agencies, some of them get their money from the state, right? So that they can step find employees and actually staff companies right food service and hospitality so i mean this whole argument about people not you know needing to make 15 dollars an hour because they work at mcdonald's right uh that's why you get bad customer service you know what i'm saying but that's neither here nor there i'm not really gonna go on a rant about that shit only thing i can say on that is the people that are causing this gentrification shouldn't be co-signing these greedy ass companies right and that's a, that's basically what it boils down to. Companies don't want to pay employers or employees fifteen dollars an hour because that would take away from their profits, right? Who gives a fuck, right? Maybe the only person that really suffers in this whole shit it's not the manufacturing company that employs people to make uh, package your shit. It's not the transport companies that transport your shit. The only people that actually suffer in this shit are the employers that actually sell the food to the customer that buys the food, right? So the only two people suffering is the business owner and the customer, right? In that situation, the business owner increases the price. The customer, if you're contributing to gentrification, you got the money. Pay the fucking meal. If your steak goes up from $18 in a steak to $37, pay the increase. You make over uh, above average salary. Shut the fuck up, bitching, right? Like I said on my Instagram post, peel your purse back, bitch, and shut the fuck up. Anyways, as has been my ideal thoughts and opinions on gentrification. Again, if you like that, you've been entertained, you've been enlightened, somewhat educated, um, send me a comment to glee394gmail.com. Um, and if you're one of these greedy motherfuckers, customers and business owners alike, or even politicians, F your mother.